Hello and welcome to the Beautifully Nasty Podcast. I'm your host, Bianca Vitali, and I am so, 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 so grateful for y'all being here today. Before we start, I just need to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode. The love was just way too real the past week. I felt all of the support and just hearing everyone's feedback and what people are looking for in the podcast and hearing that it's helping people feel not alone and my heart is so, so full from this entire last week. So thank you so much. And I am just, I'm so excited for this journey that we'll all be taking together. So aside from that, I did want to talk about, I felt like I needed to address everything that had happened last week. I understand that this time is really difficult. And what happened last week in DC was horrible and not acceptable. And I wanted you to know that everyone here who is listening, you are not alone. Your feelings are valid. It is okay to feel frustrated and angry and feel all of this hatred because what else are we supposed to feel when stuff like that is happening in our own country? But I wanted you guys to know that you are not alone and Please, please, everyone from the Beautifully Nasty podcast wants you to know that this is going to end and it will start by you all prioritizing yourself and keep doing that and remind yourself even during the difficult times that you got this. Take care of yourself first because if you take care of yourself first, then your light and your positivity is going to extend to the people around you and The people who associate their life with all of that hatred and disgust and anger, like the people that decided to to participate in what happened last week, they will feel your light. We are all here together. Support each other. Support. Support your friends. If you know someone's struggling, talk to them. Be there for them. Tell them that you are there. Just know that you are not alone. So anyone who is struggling, you can DM us on Instagram or email us, whatever you need. Just know that your light is seen and um, this will be over. We got this together. So (laughs) to change the pace a little bit, I'm really excited for this next episode. It is with Douglas Brooke and he is going to be talking to us about relationships in quarantine, which I think is something that we, he's a therapist and he owns his own practice in Brooklyn, New York, and he's hilarious. He's uplifting. He's fun, but also very helpful in teaching us what we need to do during quarantine to survive this really difficult time, whether we have a partner, whether we don't have a partner, relationships in general. He has all the advice. So I'm so excited to introduce you to Doug Brooks. 
I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) This is a really crazy time and I feel like I'm in the twilight zone and it's happening all over again. Yes, this is uh, something that maybe we saw on Netflix, one of these uh, Norwegian (laughs) winter things where it's cold and dark and there's a virus lurking and is the virus in our head? Is it real? Uh, what's going on at this point i'm like is it real because this just doesn't seem like a reality that's ever going to end and i brought you on the show Mm -hmm. because i was looking for a therapist and i was looking for someone who would be really great for listeners really relatable easy to talk to and um i got great recommendations from one of my friends so when we had our initial meeting i knew right away i was like oh you know exactly what i'm getting at here you know how to communicate it i -hmm. think all of us just want to know what the hell do we do because i feel like i'm i already felt like i was kind of a little bit Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I'm actually going crazy in this like quarantine life. Okay, so I'm going to say <laughs> the best thing about, well, rule number one about being a therapist is that I just don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to look good and I'm going to make <laughs> you feel good knowing that I have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like... Does any, like, you you don't even know who to turn to right now. And that's a scary feeling. Like, do I listen to what's being told to me via social media? No, I should probably check the facts. Do I listen to the news? Yeah. But then Mm -hmm. you you just like the leaders, uh, you know, look at what, what, like, how do you stay sane during this time? This is, it's, it's a combination of everything we've been exposed to, I'll say the last 10 years, you know, even at Hollywood, I mean, people couldn't even write a better script on what's happening. We can make this into a horror film. We can make this into a love story because how many kids named Corona is probably about to be born or will be born again with this second wave. Right. (laughs) It's, you know, uh, we can talk to the medical experts. We can talk to cartoonist. I mean, everyone has an opinion. Um, it's, it's everything that we've been exposed to, the good, the bad, and the crazy. And it's all happening now in real time. The question is, how are we going to respond? How are we going to act? That is exactly it. Because I feel like I've talked to a lot of people and, and it's kind of the one good thing is that like universally, we're kind of all, it's weird to be going through like the ex- everyone knows like you, mm-hmm. you you say covid corona quarantine everyone knows mm-hmm. all these terms so it's like it's cool because what i can easily talk to a person and be like oh i mean life's fine i guess mm-hmm. given corona and then everyone's yeah. like oh yeah 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 you know for mm-hmm. me same thing so it's like i find myself like now bonding with people over this even though yeah. i was like i thought it would be done at this point yeah. and so yeah. i'm like how do i develop any sort of momentum cuz at first when when it was all mm-hmm. happening it was like okay what do i do with my life given this circumstance and now it feels like what do i do to prolong like a career moving forward a lifestyle yeah. Well, where do I'm you start? You, the real experts, I think, are probably our grandparents or the elderly. Oh, yep. We've mm-hmm. been conditioned 
you know, with social media, our cell phones, you know, everything, having these real quick interactions, um, you know, even now, like if we're trying to date or whatever, we have to go through our phone. We have to swipe left, <laughs> swipe right, up, down, whatever, you know, is this real? Is this not? You know, uh, we talk to people in text, right? Right. Our, it's our grandparents who could just kind of sit there, just tell you a story. They can sit there with the quietness and the space and have a good time. They can say, no, just give me a deck of cards. We will be, you know, a deck of cards and maybe a bottle of rum and we're good for the whole night. Right. Anything else. That's going to drive us crazy. But I yes. really think like with Corona, it, it's, it's truth. How could we just live a, a simple life? If we think we can get over, if we think we could out hustle it, it's going to get us. If we can't be patient, it's going to get us. You know, if we're going to compromise our values in a relationship and maybe pay to have a good time instead of, you know, uh, meeting someone and, and liking them and going through that, we take a shortcut, it's going to get us. Yes, that is Ooh. so, that's so well said because... I guess for all of the people who are trying to date during that time, that this is a good segue. How mm -hmm. are they maintaining? Cause I'm hearing two different, I mean, I'm hearing that people are breaking up. Marriages are ending during this time because people are in mm -hmm. the same space. They're like, Oh wow. I'm, I'm really getting to know this partner of mine mm -hmm. that I've been with for years, but I guess I'm, I, I, some things I, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of as I was yeah. gone for the majority of the day. Yeah. Or you... some people are actually realizing, hey, we're pretty good together when we don't have all these other distractions. It's just us, no one else to really interfere in our relationship. Right. And, you know, so there is a little bit both ways, but, oh, it's tough. I, I tell my folks, you know, hey, cuffing season has begun. <laughs> don't wait another month or so. If, if you don't get your boo by now. You have to go to a plan B and think, how could you occupy yourself? How could you deal with it? And uh, right. stuff. So yeah. what, what do you, if you are in a relationship mm -hmm. during this time and this is causing added stress to yeah. the relationship, what, what do you do? What do you suggest? Yeah. Or? So, yeah, okay. so, so you said it <laughs> earlier that you know, if, if we spend now way too much time with our partner, or way mm -hmm. too little time, we need to fix something, right? right? You could think, oh, great, you know, we're together all day, so maybe we could have sex three, four times a day, <laughs> and it may be good for the first week or so. Right. But, but afterwards, you'd be like, bro, no, no, you know. <laughs> but then how do you maintain intimacy? How do you maintain, like, a healthy sexual tension? You can't maintain it while one is sitting on a, the toilet taking a shit and the other is brushing <laughs> things and... And your, your work clothes is just maybe a cleaner set of pajamas. You know, no, you still have to, yeah. So, so you literally have to, like, I guess, look, if you want to add the, <laughs> the element of, like, surprise or something or difference yeah. into your daily life yeah. with this partner, you have to make the effort. Like, it's not Correct. just going to happen in this new setting yeah a little bit of, of spice we got to do maybe every now and then to say hey you know what let's just you know we got all of our nice clothes sitting in the closet let's just maybe dress up nice you yeah know, I'll, I'll run to the store masked up i'll get some extra champagne or whatever 
let's have a better dinner <laughs> instead of just spaghetti and meatballs or, you know, frosted flakes or whatever. We're right. Gonna, you know, let's put the kids to bed early mm-hmm. or just lock them in their room and say, kids, you're on your own. And let's, you know, have our night. So is this kind of like what I imagine, I guess, if I might... Oh, I don't even want to go there. But parents have to think about like scheduling sex. Is well, it? I don't even. Is it that? So, I know of someone <laughs> who their second child was created, which I tell her uh, when they schedule the it. oldest kid loved uh, Barney or whatever. Uh-huh. He put the kid popped in the VCR, tied her up to her stroller. And we had a few minutes because we noticed she would be entertained. Hence, that's how the second child was born. Ah. Sometimes you do what you got to do. But I would say you could also plan it out. But you could say, hey, you know, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But maybe you can wake up in the morning and have breakfast in bed. You know. Ah, that's a good idea. Eat up everything. Oh, that is a (laughs) great idea. And, uh... Yeah. So, so there are ways, but as you said, you have to work at it. You have to be creative. So we have this virus. We have, we have all the reasons why things can't happen, but I try to tell all of my clients, you can still control your own narrative. Right. A little bit different. You know, you're going to be thrown for a loop every now and then, but be creative, find a way. And this is like a test of like your own character. Don't, you know, when, when times are good, uh, everyone can have a good time. Right. But, you know, character is going to come out with a little bit of adversity, uh, a little bit of change. So what happens when you have one partner who is worried about not fulfilling the expectations? So like you have that person mm-hmm. in the relationship who's like, I'm this whole situation is getting me down. I'm depressed. I don't really have any sexual sex drive of any sort mm-hmm. and then they're getting in their head about oh my god like my partner is gonna start looking elsewhere like whether it's online if they don't have an open relationship and then it mm-hmm. turns into like this psychological battle within yourself of feeling like you're not enough and you're stuck in this like house with that person like I've read a lot of people talking about that how do they work through feeling that way? All it takes is one person to say, hey, time out. You know, let me also take some uh, responsibility for what has happened. And how could I make you feel a little bit more safe? Mm-hmm. How could I, you know, yeah, we can panic for 20 hours out of the day. But for four hours, let's just try to do something good. You know, let's try to distract ourselves in a good way. You know, whether, hey, let's play some cards, let's watch a movie, let's, you know, for two hours, we, we can't do anything anyway. You know, right. uh, only so much we can do with this virus, but let's try to enjoy ourselves. And if you're able to slowly let people say that, hey, you don't have to panic all the time to, to, uh, to acknowledge that there's this virus out there. Right. You know, let's, let's also maintain a little bit of joy. And, and that's the challenge. That's why I try to help people to just give them a little bit of, of sunshine, a little bit of light. <laughs> and, and people will go to it. They'll, you know, if, if, if they have a good moment, they'll want to have a second moment and a third moment. Oh, for sure. For sure. And so what advice do you give to people who started their relationship 
during this time? Well, we have a second wave of Corona. I would say uh, go grab some condoms. You know, you, may, you may have one child maybe uh, that you don't want to or you don't want to be. But, but seriously, no, I would uh, say if you met during these times, it's like this is your story. You know, like yeah. years from now, just like how our grandparents could sit there and they'll tell us their stories forever. Mm-hmm. Why don't you think what are stories you're going to tell your, your kids or grandkids 20 years from now, 30 years from now? You know, and, you know, who's going to care what the truth is, but this, it's your story. Right. It's your story. Right. That's a, uh, that's a great way of looking at it in the yeah. sense that a lot of people feel like everything, dating is all online now, all on the app. So mm-hmm. it's already without Corona, you were eliminating the face-to-face meeting in person factor or putting it off for a while. Yeah. And now... Mm-hmm that's been extended even more and so it's interesting talking to people who are kind of like well they hit a point of being like the dating apps and like tinder are entertaining to this certain point and then i'm just like Mm -hmm. well now i'm i don't know i can only masturbate for as long as i possibly can and then they go out in the world and they're just Mm -hmm. like and now people and then people are like well i'm gonna push the barrier and take a chance because I'm so almost desperate for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, like to meet someone and have that physical connection. But then people are worried about like, am I going to catch the virus because I don't actually know. And it's like this whole whirlwind of like, mm-hmm. what uh, do I, do I risk it for this person? But I've been, I haven't had a relationship yeah. in a while. So like, how do people work through that? I don't know. I think the one thing that Corona is doing to us, it's making us kind of develop our own personality, our own ways of coping. And yeah, there are, there's always going to be some people who may feel like they're desperate. They need to take that risk and put themselves out there, but that's not necessarily going to get you the longer term relationship. If that's what you're looking for. Yes. uh, In this world, you know, everything is quick. No, on the second date, if you're not the person for me, that's it. We're, we're done with. Or even on the first date, by the second drink or, or whatever you have, it's like, hey, let me get a lift or let me get <laughs> out. But hopefully we'll learn from this to say, no, things take time. How could you cultivate a relationship? How do you really may, maybe reflect on what's a relationship that you really want in the future? Because if there's another lockdown, that person may not look like their photo every day, all day. Right. You know, there are other things that's going to carry you. Oh, I know. You meet them and you're like. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> and this will be the clothes from two years ago because we haven't been able to wear shit, you know, for, for two years because of this. Right. You're like, this is what yeah. you're getting. <laughs> yeah. But, but at the end, you know, it's like, hey, we're, we're here. And hopefully people will think, well, let me try to offer more. Let me try to do something with myself teach. I would tell my students, you know, and I I felt bad for them last semester because they were about to graduate with their master's degree and and all of a sudden, you know, the the first wave was upon us. And I'm saying, if I'm an employer, I'm going to ask you, well, what did you do over these three or four months? If they said, well, yeah, for the first month, you know, I I got drunk every day. I just stayed at home because Uh I was depressed. But then I'm like, you know what? Let me make myself more marketable. And they picked up a second language. They learned Excel. They, they did something to, 
I would love to have that kind of employee that is able to just reflect during these moments and think, how could they better themselves? And I'm thinking the same thing could apply to relationships. If I'm saying, hey, you didn't go out for six months, what did you do? Well, yeah, I only bathed twice. I <laughs> Doritos and I wasn't able to, you know, that's not a person you may not want to be with. Right. So that's always like a great question. Hey, what did you do? Tell me your story. Oh my God. I'm like so loving that you just said that because that's such good advice of like, just know if you're, if you like a person that's like, mm-hmm. oh, I actually use this time. And like, you're like, oh, you're so creative. Like I'm really into that. Or you didn't mm-hmm. really do much. And that's okay. No judgment that I just would like to be with Mm -hmm. someone who's more motivated. Like it could go in all different directions, but I love that you bring that up because I -hmm. feel like there were a good amount of people who felt this like guilt of like, Mm -hmm. I haven't done enough. Like, okay, so this ending I'm stuck in the house. I should be like what you're saying, like learning a second, third language, mm-hmm. creating my own business, jumpstarting my social media career. I, I don't yeah. know, creating the next big thing. And mm-hmm. some people just didn't do that and they feel like shit about it. Yeah. And but, yeah. so what what do you feel is a good way? Cause I feel like this has to do a, a lot with like the podcast itself, which I'm talking mm-hmm. about self-love and like mm-hmm. there is a different dialogue that everyone has with themselves about loving themselves but it's really hard not to compare yourself to others Mm -hmm. true but but also just to add to what you were saying if someone told me oh on day one i did this i did that i'm thinking well do you have any depth i mean it's okay (laughs) it's okay to do nothing and uh, for a couple of weeks or, or whatever it is just reflect with the seriousness of the moment you know, gather yourself together and then think, what could I do? So you don't want someone who has done absolutely nothing, but then you don't want someone who, you know, is not sensitive about the world around them and just going off doing this, that, and the other just for themselves too. Yes. So like, what's the balance? Yes. And, you know, and it's like, hey, let's, let's be real. And if someone could tell you they're you know, first wave Corona story versus second wave Corona story and tell it to you in detail. Oh, that, that's probably a, a person you may want to be with. Or yes, at least that's, that's wipe, wipe, right. <laughs> yeah. right. 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 You're like, but at that point you're like the second wave, I may be a whole new being. I just yes, like so exactly. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. that the way that people have been. So during this time, I feel like I, I kind of, I created this podcast Mm-hmm. I developed it during quarantine because I was, well, I was stuck in the house and I was mm-hmm. on social media a lot and I'm looking and I'm seeing everyone just commenting on feeling lost in certain ways and mm-hmm. struggling and yeah. trying to find themselves and trying to utilize this time. Like since I mm-hmm. have this time, I lost my job. I might as well kind of figure out what I want to do and who I am and actually take the time to do it. Whereas before I was kind of like running on a hamster wheel and Mm -hmm. now I actually have the time. So I created this podcast to talk about how to love yourself given Mm -hmm. particular circumstances. And so with that being said, like quarantine right now, how do you start that self-love process and not 
an abusive way to yourself yeah. and feeling like I need to figure it all out since I have the time. Mm -hmm. Like a lot yeah. of people are putting that pressure on themselves, even me, in fact. So yeah, no, but that's that's uh, it's a really uh, great point that you make. Um, I I'm saying that I e almost equate like Corona with truth, you know, and it's like it's going to strip us of things that are not true. You know, um, we have to look at ourselves physically, emotionally, socially unfiltered because yes. we can't go out. We can't do this. We can't put up that front. We're going to have to deal with our fears, deal with our anxieties. You know, it, it's all based in truth. You know, that's the first step. So if people are going to be like, oh, shit, what the hell do I do for two? That's, that's good. That's the first step. Then eventually, you know, we will pull ourselves up and we're going to think, well, what is actually good about me? What, what do I really love to do? Because maybe getting fired from or downsized from McDonald's, yeah, it, it helps out, you know, week to week. Yeah. But maybe that's not your calling, you know, and it's going to give you time to really think, what do I love to do? We will have the time to, to do things and, 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 and to accomplish things. It doesn't necessarily cost that much money, but an idea is free. Self-love yes. is free. You know, yes, sometimes I we may that. need a little bit of help. So you can of call course. the Brooks Counseling Group <laughs> here to help. Little right? plug, little <laughs> plug. <laughs> that's it. But you may need sometimes just that person who's just going to help motivate you, help push you. But it's through love, not through, oh, my God, what are, you know, all the negative stuff we need to just, you know, uh, try to minimize it or eliminate it as much as possible. But, you yes. know, you could say, no, I am worthy. I, I am lovable. I love myself. I love other people. I love life. Then we could always figure something out. Oh, I love that so much. I think that is so great. I don't hear, I try to, uh, tell myself that some mm -hmm. days are harder than others. Course, and I think yeah. that's how it is for everyone, mm -hmm. yes. but just having a person like you remind all of us, like, you need to tell yourself you're worthy. You need to tell yes. yourself you, that like those reminders are what I think all of us kind of need right now yes. during this time. And it's an unfiltered, we don't have to do ourselves up or present ourselves a certain way. It's like, no, let's strip everything of what we project and just how can we just be? Yes, and, I love that, the unfiltered, yeah. especially with social media now having a filter on literally like having a filter on your face to mm -hmm. make you look different is yes. such a normalized thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I've noticed, and I definitely have spoke to other people about it. Just my anxiety around social media. I don't even know what happens, but my, when I even see the app or like, I'll find myself aimlessly scrolling and then I'm mm -hmm. like, wait, I'm getting anxious and I'm literally not even doing anything. Yeah. I'm just scrolling and I'm getting anxious. Do you have any advice during this time? Because we're all always on our phone and we're always yeah, looking I would at just say, media. yeah, we need to probably limit our exposure as much as possible. I mean, yeah. but the first step is for us to realize that you know, social media, just the media in general, it's not our friend, you know, it, it's yes. to, to capitalize on not what we do good, because we're confident with our goodness, but it capitalizes on our anxieties, our fears, anything that that makes us feel a little bit 
anxious, a little bit insecure. That's yeah. what, you know, uh, monetizes it, it's, itself with. And we just have to make sure that, you know, we limit all of our exposure. Exactly. You know, I'm not going to say don't go on social media, don't uh, turn on cable news network, or we need to be informed, but we don't need to be informed 20 hours of the day. Right. Exactly. No. And that's like, that is real talk right there because I have, that is one of the things I've struggled with during Mm -hmm. this time. And I've seen the effects that it's had on just the way I even speak to myself or about Mm -hmm. myself, like the dialogue that I have in my head. I'm like, wait a minute. What, what, why are you talking? Oh, you're talking Mm -hmm. really harshly about yourself right now because you're doing a whole lot of comparison and it does become like a brainwash effect when you're just consuming all of this like filtered data. We're not good enough. We think we're not pretty enough. We're we're not voluptuous enough or or whatever, all these things that plays upon those anxieties. But you know, what I, you know, feel for me was that you've worked hard. I know it's been a challenge, but that's a good thing too. But it's like you've done a lot, you know, to to get yourself in this kind of position. And these things should be celebrated, not have our anxieties be leveraged against something else or, or someone else. And it's like, no, just be, you know, it's the self-love. Be be content with who you are. And it's not to say that, hey, we all could use a a little touch-up every now and then, (laughs) but we don't need a whole new makeover. You are who you are. And and this is really demonstrated, I I assume to you, like the talents and the skills and the passion that you really have. I do. I love that. Because I feel like when I see other people kind Mm -hmm. of, when I see them in the process of starting to like be comfortable with themselves, even if it's just like, they're into Mm -hmm. the weirdest thing, it's like, Oh my God, I love that confidence that you have in your comic book obsession and dressing up. Like, like I just, I, it's all the confidence is what is attractive in just looking at a person and being like, Oh, you're so about what you're doing. Cause you're so about yourself. And that that's beautiful. Yeah. So that's like one of the things that I feel like I've noticed that Mm -hmm. on social media, like I've started to filter through in my own Mm -hmm. sort of way. And when I see like people growing into themselves and like Mm -hmm. actually turning negatives into positives and trying to help others and be an example, like that's a, that's beautiful to me. And that's one of the things that I've, that I've loved during, although it's been a really horrific time in ways like that mm-hmm. has been one thing that I've noticed that has been good about this whole time and I don't know yeah. if you've noticed that within your clients or other people that they yeah. have utilized the time in a in a way to work on themselves and focus on themselves uh yeah and you know I tell people like unfortunately business has been good for myself <laughs> and I'm sure other therapists just because you know and I'm saying Well, yeah, I am a therapist, but it's not all about, quote, psychotherapy. You know, sometimes it's just helping people get their swag, get their get, you know, that's all it is. And once, you know, people feel confident, but could also maintain a semblance of humility Mm -hmm. and you balance the two, then you're you're, you're good. We we can figure out everything from there. I I was going to bring up this point. Well, two points. I did hear that during quarantine the people looking for 
therapists and mm-hmm. with mental help in any sort of way services, mm-hmm. it did go up as far as people inquiring and like, and yes. actually partnering with um, a therapist. Mm-hmm. Is that true that that has happened during this time? Yeah. And actually, uh, when I was actually a couple of weeks ago watching some of the uh, cable news, which is on one hand, it's great for them to say, look, you know, now's the time to, you know, get yourself a therapist or a coach or a life skills coach, some, or just someone who you could, you know, talk to about some of these anxieties and, and, and how things are going to play out again. Now, during the first wave, Everyone was just scared shitless because we didn't know what to expect. Right. We know now what to expect. We're just damn tired. You know, we're tired of being home. We're tired of whatever. And to go now through another possible set of restrictions, it's it's depressing. So I get it. So let's try to talk to someone. But the other part, what they're saying, you know, and I made the joke earlier to say, hey, yeah, uh, you know, try to get your boo or whatever. (laughs) You know, we have to be sensitive with those who, you know, maybe they have been looking for that partner for some time and it just may take a little bit longer. And and it's not so easy. Oh, yeah, let me just hook up with this person and do that. Right. It is hard. So I do think, yeah, on one hand, we do need to be more sensitive for those who, you know, are looking for a relationship. I mean, we are social beings. I mean, mm-hmm. to stay isolated, that's not how we're wired. Those are not our instincts. You know, we we thrive on touch. We thrive on intimacy. Mm-hmm. And to, to not have that there, it is going to be a challenge. Right. And you're bringing up the question that I got the most inquiry on from people, from listeners. And mm-hmm. that is when you are isolated Mm -hmm. and you have been quarantined by yourself and and you maybe you don't have a partner or you're looking for a partner like does that impact people's communication skills with other people because I have people Mm -hmm. who are like wondering kind of like the psychological effects of like I feel like I'm not great at communicating anymore and I'm worried to actually get in person with someone or yeah. like potentially a lover in the future. Cause I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to remember how to act. Yeah. Which is- I mean, let's say after a quick lovemaking session, you can <laughs> turn around and Hey baby, how was it? <laughs> They're going to text you the answer. And it's right. like, no, I'm right here. Tell me. No, talk to me. On? I'm right here. Yes. Yes. So yeah, unfortunately that is something that, you know, may be lost and it's going to be a challenge for everyone. So, you know, if we can put together like, you know, programs or other vehicles for folks to interact. I mean, I know, you know, we have, whether it's Zoom, FaceTime or other ways to do that. It is what it is. It's not the best, but it's still better to have some kind of visual and verbal interaction than to have none whatsoever. Um, right. We need to continue to, you know, practice on how we could verbalize our feelings? How can we talk about our emotions? If we're by ourselves, maybe record yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe instead of, you know, we can do the old fashioned journal, but you can (laughs) use your phone and record yourself for an hour a day and just talking into your recording yourself. Maybe that could be therapeutic because you're talking to somebody. Now, six months goes by and you're only talking to your phone. That's not good. That's not good. Try to (laughs) talk to someone else. 
we gotta reach yes. out to your group your yes yes <laughs> counseling group yes that is so true yeah a lot of people were just kind of wondering just the mental side effects that isolation has on yeah. your health and just like like the fact that everyone's isolated and is it impacting our mental health? Maybe people don't even realize the effects it's having. Yes. Well, and actually going into now like the holiday season, like this is the toughest thing. I think many of our institutions, whether it's schools, you know, our, our workplaces have like the proper protocols to basically keep us safe. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for Thanksgiving, are we going to tell grandma, hey, I'm sorry, you, you, you know, uh, give me your contact tracing list. You can't come. No, we, we can't do that. Or with the holiday season, you know, December and January, you know, it, it's really going to be a challenge. And people right now are trying to fight against those norms. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's our urge to want to be social, to want to, wanna, you know, communicate, to want to be physical with those that we love versus keeping us safe. Right. It, there, there's not really a good answer, but I would say, let's still try to talk it through. Even talking about our frustrations is better than just acting it out and, you know, uh, harming yourself or harming others. Right. A lot of people have talked about like developing anxiety or depression during this time, or maybe mm -hmm. they're just finally dealing with it. A combination of the two, mm -hmm. which is real. I, I don't know if there's like groups that people could join online or like, because I, I do think it would be nice to, if I felt like I was in a, a really, just like an unmotivated sort of place, yeah. which, which I have been during this time, like to mm -hmm. have a group online that I could even like talk to, not even put on, you know, a Zoom mm -hmm. call or something, yeah. even if it's just getting the people in your life to get on a Zoom call mm -hmm. and talk yeah. and laugh. Yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's it. And, and I think we really did a good job the first time around with like these corny Zoom birthday parties. Yeah. Corny, you know, yes, we they were did. corny. They were cheesy. The whole nine so yards. So cheesy. <laughs> it, it worked the first time. You know, this may be, I want to say more of our norm, but yeah. you know, we'll still do a little bit more of that. But what you were saying earlier, like I think naturally we're going to feel a little bit more depressed and a little bit more anxious. Yeah. Uh, what I tell my clients and even practice myself is, you know, we have to practice our own well care or well-being. That means uh, getting some exercise, yeah. uh, trying to sleep and trying to eat as healthy as what we can. But we could all exercise. It doesn't mean, all right, so, you know, if the gym's closed, uh, we can still do things at home. I tell people, you could still go out for a walk. No one is saying don't go outside. Right. They're just saying just don't go outside in groups, but you can go outside with your partner. You can go outside with a family member. And just if you take a walk three times a week for about 45 minutes, you're going to naturally feel a little bit better. And the money yes. that we save, you can get yourself now probably that kind of loose <laughs> coat for $1,500 with the, with the scarf and, and, and the hat. <laughs> You can get the whole kit and caboodle and do that. But if not, if you're going to stay inside, that's tough. It had stayed with me since we spoke last time of just mm -hmm. how you said seasonal depression because yes. I did, I forgot about that. And I was like, yes. 
oh my god yes i forgot that seasonal depression is a common thing and then you're adding in covid and you're adding yes. in the holidays yes and you're that's so the trifecta right. yes what? we have all and and there are three separate things so even in the best of times many folks still experience seasonal affective disorder or what we call the winter blues mm -hmm. so you know there's you know uh the days are darker there's less sunlight Less sunlight is going to affect our, our serotonin and it's going to depress our mood. So yes. say, if you could go out for an hour, take a walk, that's going to help elevate your moods. Totally. Because uh, even now, like, I'm like, is the, the, the sun's going down, it feels like at 4.35 p.m. now. Yes. Yes. And it's the that's worst. It's going to be one of these Norwegian Netflix specials where, you, you know, are... the sun may not come out you heard it here. <laughs> until March. You heard it here. It's predicted. It's yes. by you right now yes. because this is really crazy. So do you have um, any like five steps that you would recommend to or any yeah. sort of steps to combat this time? Yeah. So let's say if it was me and you, mm -hmm. I'd be like, come on, baby. Three times a week, we're going to go for a walk. Please right? get we, me we out. Get a, a, a thermos of hot cocoa or tea oh. or or scotch, whatever your preference is. We're gonna the go scotch is a good incentive. <laughs> yes. And we're going to just do our thing. Um, you know, maybe every other week we'll set up a date night. We'll, we'll do something that's just a little bit different. Yes. You know, uh, we're going to think, you know, maybe what are some group projects we can do together, mm -hmm. right? And we're going to be real, and we're going to enjoy the time that we're going to have together. You right. Know? We're not going to watch, you know, uh, an Amazon series all in one night. Let's do a little by little. But, you know, we're, we're going to enjoy ourselves. But, we're, but I'm still going to try to create maybe some healthy sexual tension so that mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, every day, all day, this is what we're going to do. Yes. Making you smile. I... If you could smile, if you could laugh. We're good. We'll, we'll manage this. All the partners out there, I hope you are all listening and taking notes right now because <laughs> that would put a smile on my face for sure. And I'm taking notes myself too. So. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> it I'm sounds good. This, but... I'm writing this shit down <laughs> right now. <laughs> Sometimes too, so yes. <laughs> and it's recorded now, so it will yes. be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is your word, your advice. Yes. But but that's it. Yeah, let's try to find humor. And I'm always going to say, hey, Bianca, we're going to write our own story. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we may not, you know, who knows what the future may, may lie, but we're always going to look back on this time. And when someone says, what did you do during Corona? You're going to smile and you're going to think out. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's awesome. I really hope that everyone can kind of listen to this episode. Let it sink in your advice that you're saying. and and actually use it because I think that would be beautiful to look back at this time and be like, oh, you know what? I actually, I had some funny moments. I had some fun yeah. times that I created. Mm -hmm. That is the dialogue you want to be saying to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Not the, oh, it was just yeah. the most depressing. It sucks the most for all of us. Voice. Yeah, it, it sucks for, we, we could all relate to, to why it sucks. Yes. So, but tell me why it's good. Tell me right. what's been good. That's what I'm interested in. Yes. So I want to know what has been good for you. <sighs> um, other than business, no, life, life is good. No, honestly, okay. honest, okay. life is good. You know, I'll share my, uh, you know, 
daughters are back with me because of remote learning. Uh-huh. So on one hand, it's like, oh, <laughs> man, when can I get them out of the house? But then on the other hand, I'm enjoying my time too. Aww. You know, I'm able to go out and do things. I told myself, hey, let me tune up my bicycle and I'll go bike riding in the morning to, you know, just release myself. And, yeah. you know. and so, no, life is good. My, my, my biggest issue uh-huh. is we can all go to the supermarket, buy like two months worth of food, but then I'll eat it in two weeks. <laughs> That's not cool. So, but I learned that the first time. But like I said, the first month, yeah, many of us maybe put on a few pounds, this, yep. that, other. The quarantine 15. Exactly. They will say, no, I I'm actually lost some weight from, you know, before COVID started and awesome. hoping to maybe lose another five pounds yeah. of the spring. And I, I know if I can do that, then I'm doing everything I can to make myself a better person. And not to say that losing weight is, is the, no. the ultimate, no, but it's like, right. I know I'm eating well. I know I'm exercising. I know I'm still enjoying life. Yes. Which is just going to, that already is going to make you feel better. Yeah. And so that, that makes mm-hmm. so much sense. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. So like everything that, you know, I'm sharing with you today are the same exact things uh, I'm practicing. You know, I don't want to, you know, look, be a hypocrite and to say, no, just do this, that, and the other. And, you know, me or other therapists are living these crazy lives. Yeah. This is just general, general stuff. I think that's so awesome. We would all be so lucky enough to have a therapist like you in our life is how I'm like, I wish we all had someone like you to just be like, uh, I really need, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need the help this week. Can you give me some motivational talk so I can Mm -hmm. wake up and do my bike ride and actually not just Mm -hmm. lay in bed all day? But but there are groups out there, though. Now, that's what I'll say, you know, that mental health should not be expensive, you know. It shouldn't uh, be. And I think that's a lot of people's um, worry about searching for help. Yeah. Is that it's going to be expensive. Yeah. No, but there there are plenty of, let's say, clinics or or other places that are available to help Mm -hmm. people out. And I would just say, just still stay connected with your friends, stay connected with your network. Totally. And, you know, from there, better things can happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And do you have any particular resources or even do you want to talk about your business? So if anyone is interested uh, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. I, you know, started the uh, Brooks Counseling Group about five years ago. Uh, we're based in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we're basically, you know, servicing, uh, the community. Uh, I know, uh, I've spent over 25 years of my career as a therapist and mm-hmm. I've worked with all different types of people. I, I work, let's say predominantly with, you know, poor and, and vulnerable folks, but now with my practice, you know, I, I, I work with everybody, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. regardless of income, all of us are facing the same anxieties. And actually it's probably those who are kind of middle class that are kind of stuck because they may not be eligible for like free services, but then they can't afford to pay like $500 an hour for, for a therapist. Right. So really what, what's out there. So I kind of created the Brooks Counseling Group just to help people, help predominantly couples and their relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know things have been pretty good so I would tell people maybe go to like psychology today mm-hmm. uh, or go to ZocDots and you know maybe you could look up a, a therapist or a therapist group there you could always if you live in the New York City area call uh was it 311 oh yeah yeah, yeah. the mayor's office uh they do have you know, both mental health and emotional and social supports out mm-hmm. there, for folks. And that could be another venue. That's uh, already am- amazing that you shared that information. Be- I've noticed a lot of my friends in New York, when mm-hmm. we do talk about this, people are like, I don't even know where to start. So mm-hmm. yeah. even just like you giving those resources. And so for your practice in particular, do you... Mm-hmm. If people are in the New York City area, can they reach out and see, I guess, if their insurance is covered by you guys or how do they go about sure. that? And, you know, one of the things because of this pandemic, you don't even have to be in the New York City area because I'm oh, doing the teletherapy. You can be anywhere in the world. I may be anywhere in the world. I could be in Alaska with uh, <laughs> combating so. the seasonal depression out there, yes. doing yes. a whole workshop. Yeah. But I would say you could always contact me at the brookscounselinggroup.com. Awesome. Or I think it's actually brookscounselinggroup.com. Uh, I'm on Psychology Today um, on ZocDots or uh, Instagram. It's talk underscore with underscore Doug. Awesome. Right? Talk with Doug. You can hit me up that talk way. With Doug. Great. Sometimes, you know, my clients say, yeah, I just Googled black male therapist and, and maybe they're... me and two other brothers showed up and that's it. <laughs> on their Google like, search and, and you know so sometimes the internet is good you know you're like you will find me though and I I will show up on one of these platforms that's awesome yeah, you so are- I tell people if you can find a date and swipe left right and the other you could use those same resources you can find a therapist IPS yeah okay oh i that's that's awesome that you you y'all heard it here this is this is awesome this was so everything about this talk i so appreciate because you broke it down for all of us who i think really needed to hear the positive spin on the mental health dialogue that has just been so negative recently people have been lost, but you kind of made it seem like, okay, I think I, I think I can do this. These are kind of steps Mm -hmm. where I can start and we'll see how it goes from here. So I I Mm -hmm. hope that, well, I know Doug was super helpful for everyone. So thank you. I definitely, I want to thank you, Bianca, for, for this opportunity. Okay. That's a wrap for today. Make sure to follow Beautifully Nasty on all social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter at Beautifully Nasty Pod. And please email me at beautifullynastypod at gmail.com if you have any questions for us, or if you want to be a guest on the show, check out our website at beautifullynastypod.com for any updates. Make sure you subscribe. So you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. I'll be releasing an episode every week and this month is all about loving yourself through COVID-19. We're all going through it. We got this together. Support the podcast, please, please, by rating slash reviewing on iTunes. That is much appreciated. And please follow our Patreon page. Check it out. I'll be releasing bonus episodes after the first 50 patrons sign up. 
and you'll be entered into a giveaway to win a beautifully nasty sweatshirt where you will just feel so beautifully nasty and hopefully a little sexy in. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Bianca Vitali with three E's underscore at the end. Just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the Beautifully Nasty podcast. Make sure that you love on yourself this week. Do something special for yourself. We got this. Have a great week.